Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. I'm Jerry. Got Max with me. Uh, so so this is going to be just a heads up for everybody, uh, uh, for the podcast peoples. This is going to be an abbreviated session. Um, we will be doing a Derby preview for you uh, and then probably going through a little bit of the news in a, in a pod exclusive, but there's just not a whole lot of news. Basically, every... Ninety percent of the stories in the media are talking about the Derby, mm. and and none of them are really bringing a whole lot that is new to the table. So, uh, yeah. So we'll talk about the Derby because that's that's what we're supposed to do. And the and the other kind of news we'll save for uh, a, a later segment. So, um, so Max, uh, before we get started, I wanted to let you know. I the other day, I think it was last week. I actually did get to see Landon Donovan play for Leon. Uh, nice. He was starting. It's the first. I think it was the first game he had started, and they were playing. It's kind of bad. Bad luck because uh, they were playing Tigres, who Ooh. is one of yeah, Strach. yeah. They were one of the stronger teams in the in the, the Mexican league, and uh, actually, you know what? I feel like Inter Valencia plays for them now too. Does him? Um, oh. What's his name? Does Giniac play for them? He used to yes, play he for does. Marseille. No, he's a yeah. uh, he's so uh, he's one of their main guys. Yeah, he's talked to that league really well, hasn't he? Just scores goals all the time. I think he's just comfortable. I mean, I think other supposedly bigger clubs have have tried to bring him in, but he's done he's done so well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been really impressive for them. And Tigres over the past couple of years have just had an emergence. Uh, yeah, by the time I turned it on, I didn't get to start it. Uh, I found out it was on. I turned it on. Uh, uh, Leon was down three to zero or three to nil. If yeah. I say it right. Uh, by the time <laughs> I even got it, it wasn't even the end of the first half. Oh. Yeah, and they were just like Manchester. Yeah, uh, Donovan was playing like center attacking mid, and uh, he just—I don't know—he didn't look very mobile. Uh, no. He looked—I don't know—kind of just not as athletic as he normally. Did, uh, but mm. in, then again, he's playing for a team that's down three uh, yeah. nil in the first half. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what to make of the performance I saw. He didn't. He was not very dominant. I didn't see him get many touches at all. So yeah, there's your there's your update for the Donovan yeah. Remember Me segment. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping he uh, he gets more time. And this happened a while back. I was just forgetting to talk about it. Um, yeah. But it just it didn't inspire a lot of confidence. I'm hoping with more game time he'll be a little more active. But he just yeah. he just rarely got a touch. I am. Um, you know what? It doesn't it doesn't really surprise me. You know how, how many times now did he come out of retire, retirement twice? Yeah. So you know, I mean, you don't expect someone to come out of retirement twice and set the world alight, do you? So yeah. It it, it is what it is. Even Jordan, when he came out of retirement the second time and was playing for the Washington Wizards, he wasn't as fantastic. You know mm. what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, and that's Michael Jordan. So <laughs> it's just not easy to do, Landon. You know, so I, I'm glad he's I'm glad he's getting to play, though. He's good enough. They yeah, deem him good definitely. enough to play. Yeah, definitely. So um, no. one can, can think it can only go up from there, though, because it, mm. it was just not a good debut for him. Do you know, uh, do you know what? You know what score I finished? Mm. I don't actually because I did not finish it. I watched. Mm. I watched Donovan play for about thirty minutes, and I was like, "He's touched it like four times." <laughs> so it was just yeah. Tigres just looks tr- really strong, just yeah. dictating all the play. Yeah, it was. I have no idea how Tigres is not still in the Concacaf Champions League, which I actually mm. watch. What is wrong with me? Mm. Yeah, I actually watched some of that. Bootleg Champions League. Yes, you know it's bootleg UEFA Champions League. <laughs> it's it's uh, like the four teams left are Toronto FC, uh, Club America, Guadalajara, and New York Red Bulls. Uh, so mm. usually in the club club World Cup, you'll see a team from Brazil or Argentina. Yeah, uh, 
playing against you know one of the European champs, and uh, and yeah. you, there's usually a Mexican team from Concacaf because they almost always yeah. win. <laughs> and no MLS team has ever won the CONCACAF Champions League, which is basically why I watch it, because I want to see mm. history. But it's frustrating to watch. So Yeah. yeah. Mm. Toronto might be English. It's still not American, though, are they? No, M- MLS, you know, and yeah. they're the champs. Would you, would you, still, would you still share that pride if they, if they were to go on? I would take it, man. I would. There's, there's <laughs> U.S. national team players on there with, uh, you know, uh, Bradley and uh, Altidore. Uh, and yeah. Giovinco is so fun to watch, but um, yeah. but yeah, it, but New York Red Bulls, uh, they've they're a solid squad. They lost last All night right. though. So yeah. anyway, uh, we should move on to our derby preview, which is what people probably care about. Um, there's really no need for me to rattle off a bunch of information, but I'm going to do it just because it's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently uh, third in the table, 66 points. They're nine, 19, 9, and 4 in the Prem. Uh, their last three matches, 3-0 over City, 2-1 over Palace, 5-0 over Watford. They're playing well. They are. You know. Uh, right now, out, almost certainly out, is going to be Gomez, Lalana, and Matip. Uh, the doubts are uh, Emery John. Uh, Ragnar Klavan and Salah. Yeah, yeah. Salah's injury is not all that bad. He picked up a knock, didn't he, against City last night and it had to go off. Yeah. If you're Klopp, would you play him unless you're losing? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's would the, you um, chance it? Yeah, that's the... Uh, the, it, the it hurts as an Everton fan to, to hear that, doesn't it? And I, yeah. I, hope Ever- I, I hope the Everton players see that as feel to push on and try and... Make yeah. something of this game because you know if it if you're going into a Merseyside derby and you're considering resting your your, your best player, then you know it's something the the power balance just is really really wrong and it seemed like it's heading in that direction again because I know certainly when I was growing up it, it, Liverpool were certainly the most dominant of the two, but um, as as I got older it kind of sort of balanced out really a little bit we we you know we kind of around the Europa League spots we kind of just battle it out and you know I think once or twice Everton finished above Liverpool but as I say the power balance seemed like it's tipping heavily in their favour and we need to do something about that yeah as I go into the possible starters I think that's we mentioned possibly resting Salah. I it would not. I don't know about you, but it would not shock me to see them rest several starters. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, it would not shock me to see them just sort of disrespect this derby yeah. by doing that. Um, and it's an, an interesting term that I use there, disrespect, because it sort of does. Mm-hmm. And I think our players would see it like that. Um, however, uh, I mean, if you're if you're Liverpool and you know, you're you're looking like you got top four. Yeah. You're looking like it. And you got a possibility of advancing past City to go to the semis in Champions League. Wouldn't you kind of, you know, yeah. rest some players? Exactly. And again, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I don't fully blame Klopp no, if he does. Exactly. I don't blame them. And it's something, it's something that, that I brought up, you know, even, even before they beat City. We, we knew that the Merseyside derby was kind of congested between the Champions League fixtures and we thought that might have worked in our favour for both games it certainly didn't work in our favour against Manchester City because they mm. still pretty much did go full strength and you know as your little lad said they were tired when they played Liverpool but, uh, <laughs> you know let, let, let's just hope Liverpool are tired when they play us on Saturday yeah uh, just for those of you uh, don't understand that my my kid had soccer camp. No, sorry, I'm talking to England right now. <laughs> my kid had football camp, and uh, this week, and the coaches talked to them about about football games and everything. And I told my kid beforehand, I was like, "Look, if they ask why Liverpool beat City this week, you tell them it's because City got tired from playing Everton this weekend." <laughs> and sure enough, they totally asked that question. And my kid is five, and he his hand shot up and told them that. And they just died laughing. It was it was great. <laughs> and uh, the coach told me about it. My kid didn't tell me about it. I had to get the story from the coach. Yeah. So it's just really funny. Uh, 
And wouldn't it be great to actually be able to believe that? Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> That'd be nice. No, uh, the well, they were the ones that were playing more. You know yeah. what I mean? They were actually playing a football game. Yeah. So. St- still watching that game. We are up for it. You know, regardless, regardless of, who, of who Klopp decides to play, I think we're going to be up against it. This, this yeah. Derby, really. Yeah, I there's there's a temptation to go, oh, it can't be worse. But yeah, it can. Mm, it can. You know, uh, you never know if the play players decide to yeah. to show up and not give a shit. I know. I mean, getting beat getting beat against Manchester City, as I said in the last podcast, you know, it, you can't really overreact to getting beat by the City team because it's what they do. It, it, they, yeah. They're really good at, 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 at embarrassing teams, but. Um, you know, you need to have that chip on your shoulder coming into a Merseyside derby. You, you mean you can take getting embarrassed by Manchester City, but we can't. We, you know, we we need to keep our pride about us for the derby. We don't. You don't want to get embarrassed by Liverpool and the the the, the, the two games this season. You know, we've done pretty well. I mean, yeah, we were under the under under the cosh for for most of the. I mean, the the, the two one in 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 the cup. We we played a bit more football and we came out a bit more, particularly when Adam Ola Luckman came on. Yeah, I wish he was here, yeah. Derby, to be honest. But um, the the first one, the one one, where we sat back and kind of robbed them at the end with the penalty. I don't yeah. I don't want it to be another one of those performances because yeah. if I, the form that they're in and again, even if they do rest players, the confidence is going to be there because they're going to you know the confidence will be high and. They'll know they'll we'll be there for the taking at the back. I need to get the negativity out of me before we before I'm actually there. Because when I'm there, I know what I'm like. You know, on 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 Derby Day, you know, you'll 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 get the butterflies in your stomach and you'll you'll puff your chest out a little bit more and you'll feel like, come on, you know, we might be able to uh, to do it here. You know, you, you run through all the possibilities in your head. You know, more than likely it's going to be a smash and grab if we are to get a result, but. Again, it's just how far will the will, will the confidence on the day take me? Do I think we're going to win? Right now, no. But I don't know. I might wake up on Saturday morning and feel a bit different. If we defend the way we defended against City, mm. giving him all that, giving them all that space, and showing like no intensity, zero in a derby, no. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, and and and, and to me, if they do that, I can't it, because it was too widespread for me to think it was just one player here. I think they were definitely coached. Yeah, exactly. to try to keep City in front of them. It was the game plan. Yeah, and again, it, it it's putting your your faith in in the hands of Sam Allardyce, and it's Sam Allardyce against Jurgen Klopp again, and oh, it's. I understand now completely. You know, you, you speak to Sunderland fans and Crystal Palace fans, and what it was actually like when he was manager of your club, and it, it, um, you know, you're just going into games with this kind of tactical, the, the stubbornness about you, and mm. I, I don't know because we, we we saw, you know, there was a shit, there was a there was a, a shift in the formation and trying to figure out what works best, and the, the four three three. Like I, you know, like I was trying to push us to play and wanted us to play. Seemed like it did work, and I feel like that's the system that if everyone was fit and available, that's the system I think he, he'd go for. Mm. But again, with, with, with Gay being a doubt, who does a lot of that running in the midfield, and a player who I feel against Manchester City, against Liverpool, you'll need to do a lot of the run, running. Um, I'm really not sure of what system he's going to adopt. Um, as far as Gay, last week, last Saturday, he had a late fitness test oh, to see whether or not he was he, in. So I think I I'm hoping I don't buy that. I I I, I just I, I don't buy that. I know they say you know he's getting assessed last minute. It might be might be okay for the City game, but you know how how many strange exclusions from our squad. There's been this season. How many times? Just you know, you know, Klassen, Where was where was Klassen on on the bench against Manchester City? I think Vlasic had come in. Yeah, it was instead. Like, of course, it was lovely. It was great to see Vlasic on the bench, but again, he wasn't even used. And no. and Klassen, I don't even think he was considered. If I'm that, honest, exactly. And 
that that's what worries me about Sam Allardyce being in charge. There are all there's these possibilities that as a football fan you think, okay, maybe he'll have the right attitude to take it to them. But I don't know. It, mm. it just doesn't seem like that that train of thought enters Sam Allardyce. It's kind of protect and contain, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, to quickly go through their potential starters, uh, I think they'll go with their normal keeper. I think they'll go with Karius. Uh, as far as their their outside backs, um, I, Alexander Arnold played against City. He's brilliant against Manchester City. But don't you think they potentially could go could roll with Klein uh, if they want to rest him? You yeah. know, try not to run the kid in the ground. Mm, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, and then same thing with Robertson. They could bring in Moreno. Mm. Um, I know. I know. I saw your smirk. Hey, all for that, right? And <laughs> uh, <laughs> all for particularly if, if if our wide lads are on form and our wide lads are up for it. If they do play Moreno, and feel like you know, giving Theo Walcott, you know, yeah, giving him giving him a with the pace he's got to burn, isolating him one one on one against Moreno. I'm down with that. It's a you know, it's... possibility. <laughs> uh, so I think we could see some some subs there. Center backs, I don't think. I mean, right now, like I think Matip is out and Klavan is is a bit of a doubt. So they don't have as many healthy backs. So I think you could see Lavrin and Van Dyke mm. playing playing together again. Um, and then those three in front: Oxley, Chamberlain, Henderson, Wijnaldum. Uh, with Emery John out, you know, yeah, uh, it, it seems like what they're going to do. Mm. Uh, and then with their three up front, with Salah probably not in, roll with Mane, uh, Solanke, and Firmino. Mm. I think all of that is is a possibility, give or take uh, him deciding to rest someone, another important player here or there. Yeah. So. That midfield has got a lot of... Um... I mean, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Henderson, but as far as um, Oxley, Chamberlain, and Van Alden, I'm just thinking about it there. You know, when he was at, at Arsenal, Oxley, Chamberlain was considered a um, a winger, and Van Alden, when he was at um, Newcastle and when he was in Holland, was predominantly a more forward-thinking attacking player. Right. It just goes. It just goes to show how Klopp's kind of accommodated these players into. I mean, I suppose it it just proves why they're so good going forward and can be weak at, yeah. at the back, you know. But there's a lot of energy to to burn in, in that midfield there, and I don't. We're not speed gonna, too. Yeah, we're not going to get away. We're playing Morgan Schneidlin and Wayne Rooney at the holding midfield again. I don't think. I just really hope he's learned a lesson. Yeah. You know, if 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 Gay is out, you play the closest thing we have to a like for like, you know, replacement in. You know, Beningami. Mm. Let's do that. Let's play Benny. You know, he's the closest thing we got. Yeah. You know, throwing in throwing in Schneiderlin with Rooney. That's, I mean, bring a book. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. so slow. It's, yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like waiting in the bank queue. You know, it's just really slow. Your thoughts on Davies? Would you start Davies? Because the. the we saw in, in, in the two Anfield derbies, it might have just been Anfield, who knows, he might be up for it at Goodison, but he just looked a bit like a rabbit in the headlights when he when he, when he he played in the games at Anfield. Here's the thing, and really quick, as far as our injuries, Holgate's probably out and Sigurdsson's definitely still out, okay? Just to throw that out there for everybody. Um I think we st- we need to start getting some semblance of stability. Start building some chemistry. Start developing a system. Every time he changes up the system, it's it, it really hasn't worked well. Mm. You know. So for me, I would go. You know, obviously Pickford in goal, uh, Keane, Jags, Baines. There's our back four. Yeah. Uh, Gay if he's healthy. Beningami if if he's not. Uh, Rooney, Davies, Walcott, Velasi, and Tosin. I would go, I, and I think that's actually going to be what he does. If, I, if, I, I, if, agree. I agree. If Gay is healthy. Yeah. Now, if Gay's not healthy, I have no idea where he's going to go. Is he going to have the pride? 
Is he going to just put his pride to the side and say, I am going to come up with another solution rather than play Schneiderlin beside Rooney? Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, uh, certainly I think a lot of Evertonians would hope that would be the case. Because uh, Morgan Schneiderlin's performances this season coming up against him, um, coming, you know, with, with the derby coming up, just the, the performances hadn't won to the start in the Merseyside derby. The the, yeah. the work ethic, the the ground that he covers, the touches that he takes. You know, we need we need the midfield to really try and get a foothold in this game, and that's where I've got me not doubts because he he done well. He did he did well in in, in the one one, the two one not so great, but Rooney, mm. where where can we see Rooney kind of performing this game? You know, is he going to be is he going to be one of those trying to look for the breaks in terms of going forward and take on some attacking responsibility? Because he knows that, you know, if we've got lads like Gay, who he can be wasteful going forward, let's be honest. Gay can, can be very wasteful going forward. Definitely. And, 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 Definitely. Da- and Davies, again, who, who's still maturing and is still relatively young. So being wasteful, I think, is just be part of being a young player. But um, Really quick on Davies. Because you asked me earlier, I wasn't very specific. I think based on Davis' uh, play against City, the fact that the, he seemed to bring the whole team up a level mm. in terms of intensity. I don't think he connected every pass because he didn't. you mm. know. But he brought an energy level, and I think we need energy in the center in terms of breaking up their play. Yeah. you know, And, and not respecting them too much because he won't. He mm. will not respect them. Because he's been in a derby for a long time in terms of he's been in Liverpool for a while, a local, you know what I mean? Local lad, and I think exactly all 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 the um, all Evertonians had that about Barkley when Barkley played. And no, Barkley never lived up to the hype, but it was when you saw a local lad in in the lineup in a derby, you know, you feel like right, they get this, they know what they're doing, and yeah. I just I, I'd love if this is the the the, the game. Where it all clicks for Tom Davies, then I would love that. You know, I'd 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 love to see him put in a man the match performance, or I'd love to see him net. I mean, I'd love to see him grab a goal. That might be pushing it a bit too far, but if this was the we've seen it with Raheem Sterling a lot recently. I know Tom Davies is younger, but you've seen it with Sterling. I've felt where the immaturity is visually being coached out of him you know his decision making become a lot better and he's becoming a really strong player and I want that to be the case for Tom you know I want to see Tom develop and I hope this game is the game where he showcases all his talents yeah he gets slated a lot very often and I can only assume it's like that uh, at home matches I feel like I've heard people say that a lot of people are very vocal about criticising him and that's me putting it politely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel but, that's good to some park, though, this season. That is yeah. good to some park. Um, but I, you see that meme going out there where it says, if you like me like this, then you got to like me like this. You know, if, you know what I mean? So it's basically saying, you know, you have to accept the, the mistakes if you, if you, if you want to see some of my great moments. Yeah. And that's what, he, that's what he, you're going to get with him. Yeah. You're going to get some ill-advised passes because he's trying to make the sexy play. Yeah. He's trying to play forward. No, he it, loves to play it, forward. Exactly. And it, to be, with Tom Davies, I know, I, know, I know you say, you know, he tries to play the sexy style of football, but I feel like he's just one of those players where that game comes natural to him. I think he's a forward <laughs> player. And yeah, that, that's, and, I, I do. I see what you mean. It's, it's really not it's, about, like, whether like, it's natural or, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's a rough diamond kind of thing. You know, he's, he's got all the, you know, the, 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 the possibility to be the player that produces that top level of performance all the time. But it's just a matter, again, it, I think it's a matter of coaching. Uh, and I don't feel like who we've got in at the minute will bring him mm. to that level. I mean, again, it might just be a waiting game and seeing who, who what coaching staff comes in, if that is to happen. 
But I feel like he's he's always forward thinking, and he's he's been that ever since he's come into the team, and I think that's why he's been such a refreshing player to watch for Everton, even when things haven't been going our way. He's always been that player who you think, right, okay, when he gets on the ball, you know what the first thing his head's going to do is, he's going to look up and he's going to look forward and yeah. he's going to try and pass forward. Yeah, and and that's kind of I don't know that's sort of that's supposed to be his job, mm. playing where he's playing right now, advance play. You know, break up what the other team is doing and advance play. Um, I, I, he's not fast. He's not. He doesn't have blazing speed. What amazes me about him is his ability to to hold on to the ball and use his body. It's using his body, yeah. It's it's amazing. You know, and it's and it's his brain. His, he's he's a really smart player. He knows how to use his body and and, and maintain possession of the ball. Mm. Um, and it's. I don't know. You're going to see him lose the ball because he's still young and not as strong as he's going to get. He's going to get bigger. Mm. You know, he's and you're going to see him make some naive passes. And he's going to be naive in possession sometimes where a dangerous situation, he should have done something else, but he takes a chance. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. I'm fine with it because I I don't know. I think he is he's one of the better one of the better prospects we have at the club yeah. right now. I don't know. I always talk nice stuff about Tom Davies. Like uh, Edward always used to give me crap about it on here because yeah. I'm, I'm always just like, hey, he's my guy, you know. Yeah. But he is. He's one of the few players that I actually feel like I've got a little bit of a bond with yeah. in a time during a season where it's hard to find those. Mm, definitely. You know. Uh, again, not saying the kid is perfect because he's not, but he's a kid. So there's that. Yeah. You know. Um, so... Uh, so I have two important strategic questions here in terms of personnel. Okay? Are you ready? Right. I am. Rooney played probably about as bad as Schneiderlin against City. Mm-hmm. Do you take Rooney and put him on the bench and put in Schneiderlin instead? No. I agree. But I'm just saying Sam subbed Rooney last game. Yeah. Uh, I, I see, I'm worried he's going to do that. I see, I see your point, but we saw, as I say, particularly in that that the one all at Anfield, we we saw that that um, that hunger from Wayne Rooney. Yeah. We, we saw what it meant to him to get that goal, and it's you know it, as we say, you know, it's a derby. It's going to be rough. There are going to be tackles flying in, and yeah. we know that Rooney's not going to be one to shy away from that. Um. I agree, by the way. I'd rather play somebody that's going to give their entire heart and soul rather than someone who may be a little younger and have more legs. Mm. I I will go down in favor of attitude almost every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Uh, um, next question. Ashley Williams is eligible, is that correct? Yep. Might we see a Jags Williams partnership? I I so don't wanna. But thinking about Sam, it, it was so it was something that I actually considered that if if will, and I've got a feeling it might be for Jags rather than. Oh yeah, interesting. Ra- rather than Keen, but we. I feel like the the centre back pairing of Keen and Jags has been a lot more mobile than when it's been Williams and Keen. And purely I think there's better that. communication between yeah. the two of them as well. And you know, I was, I, yeah, of course, communication. But mobility-wise, I just, I just feel like Williams is just a bit too slow for the for the derby, and we know the pace that they attack with. So, yeah, I, I, I go Keen and Jags. I just worry about the speed of our center backs in general. Mm-hmm. I know Jags is one of the quicker players from a certain distance. Yeah. But he's still older. And there are times, if you watch him this season, where he's outpaced and yeah. that would not have happened, you know, three years ago. Mm. When he was clocked as being one of the fastest players in the league. Yeah. That was a real thing too. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. So and and you constantly hear that everybody talking about how quick Jags is, but I don't know. Um I just I think we need faster center backs, period. That's just something we need to start looking at investing in coming up in the next year. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably lose one of the older guys, Jags or Williams, this summer. I would think. Yeah. Anyway. Purely on purely on squad numbers. I think. I think again we're, we're gonna, and we're kind of just putting the derby to one side here. But it's gonna be a, a big, 
moments of transition this summer, I feel. I mean, as soon as Sam come in, one of the first things he says in his press conferences, you know, the squad numbers are just too big. You know, we've got you know, we've got too many players on the. I was going to say on the roster. Then sound very American, but um, I'm so sorry. I'm infecting you, my friend. <laughs> I, it's entirely my fault. <laughs> got too many players on the roster, and we need to start bringing in the quality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and and Sam was right. You know, that's that's the thing. He actually had a point. There are times when Sam speaks and you're like, okay, well, I get you now. How come you don't make any sense all these other times? Yeah. You know, with Sam saying things like, you know, we've won the second half against City, which means absolutely nothing, which sounds mm-hmm. like something you console your child with, you know, after after a big loss, which is totally what I caught when I was, when I was yeah. little from my dad if we lost a basketball game by 20 points or more. Well, you guys won the second half, you know, and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. That's the bright side. And Sam saying that is just like eye rolls abound. Um, but yeah, because I'll tell you, we don't we don't give a shit if we win the second half of the derby. We don't. And I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be angry if he talks about it. Um, so uh, let's do our predictions. One one. I wrote down one one. I wrote down one one. But because it's the last chance I'll get to predict us beating Liverpool this season, I just can't pass it up. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because, I mean, I don't know. I, I really want to go into that match feeling like we got a chance. I want that feeling. I want to go into yeah. it thinking, you know what? They're resting some people. They played midweek. And yeah. it's at Goodison. Yeah, maybe we'll be up for it. I, I want that feeling. Yeah. And so I'm going to try to will myself into it. I'm going to say 2-1. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 2-1, we get the win. Ooh, I'd, love, I'd love that. Sure and I know r- right now, as soon as when people watch this, they're going to comment on YouTube saying mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way they're going to – and they're going to use bad words probably in their in their comment. Uh, yeah, mm. I. But um, but yeah, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to be very naive and and positive. And I don't. And it's and whatever. I feel like Edward right now. My heart and my head. But I can't say that because although although before this I would have said I I think a, a, a draw. No, I'm going to mm. stick my neck out there. Say we're going to win two one. Hope so. I'm gonna really fly in the so. face of logic. All right, Max. <laughs> I would just who needs yeah. logic? You know what I mean? Our manager does yeah. it, so why? Who needs you know? Logic? Let's just let's just push it to the side. We don't need it. <laughs> A stats. Yeah. Ignorance you, is bliss. Yes. I'm so happy. So uh <laughs> so I guess uh I guess that's it. Anything else you wanna add to the Derby preview, which is nice and beefy? This time? Nope. Nope. Just get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, early early kickoff. Take that, Klopp. Mm. We know you hate it. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> I guess that's it for our Derby preview. Okay, in our pod exclusive, the people who are hearing this right now are getting different content than the people on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It feels super special because this is we saved this for the you. The chosen one. Uh, <laughs> nice. We'll call we we now call all of our audience <laughs> Neo. <laughs> that is no spoon. There is no spoon, ladies and gentlemen. I know kung fu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to do more movie segments, man. That's we do. that's a, we do. definitely needing to happen. Uh, so let's let's talk news, the the non Derby news, because let's be honest, there's not much of it. Um, mm. I think the biggest bit of news for the past couple of days is the uh, the news that Stephen Pinar has been made our international club. Ambassador, mm-hmm. 
What do you think about that? And then I'll ask a follow-up question. I think it's um, I think it's great for the club, really, um, because the, the the type of of person that PNR is, you know, he, okay, the, the the move to Tottenham adds a lot a lot of baggage to it, and a lot of um, fans who kind of turn the back turn the backs on him. But just when he came back to the club, you, you know. It was hard not to see how much the club meant to him, and yeah. you'd only have to look at the interviews that he'd given when he when he didn't know whether or not he was coming back. He's nearly tearing up, and yeah. so the, Everton as a club means a lot to him, and we know that. And again, from in terms of being an international ambassador, it's that South African market, isn't it? We we kind of going back into the South African market, and who knows? I'll I'll. How it will kind of push out from there, you know, go to more of Africa. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in in that regard, it's it's a good little move. Yeah, um, I mean, I always liked him, uh, but I don't have the history that most Everton supporters have with PNR, and mm-hmm. so that you you brought it up briefly. And there are some people that I've seen on Twitter that are taking issue, and it's because he left for Spurs. That's the main reason. Um, uh, so I guess, I mean, does that does that matter? Because some people are it rubbed them the wrong way, and they 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 remember it. Yeah, I don't think I I really don't think it matters. You know, particularly in this day and age, some of the the. The, club, the the moves the clubs make in terms of making ex players international ambassadors. You know, you, you saw how Liverpool fans reacted when Michael Owen was made one of their club ambassadors. Given that he played for Manchester United, yeah. they all went, went went up in arms about that. But it happens, and I think in this day and age, you, you you've got to accept that. You, you know, people will take issue with it, but for those who do take issue with it, you need to look at it on the grander scheme of things and just think, you know. For the role that he's that he's doing, there's no doubt that he'll do a good job at it. See, I consider this a little a little more understandable and easier to deal with than uh, Arteta coming back. You know, mm-hmm. because yeah. Arteta left and never came back. Mm-hmm. You know, he he just said, "See ya. I'm going for more money." And uh, yeah, later, and he hasn't even said hello again. Uh, but. But but Pinar came back, and yeah. and sort of realized his mistake, um, which I think is yeah. something to uh, respect personally. That's how I view yeah. it. Yeah, I mean he's he Everton as a football and home for him, doesn't he? Really, I know. I saw, I saw the the video went round where he's talking to his daughter, and, and his daughter's a big Evertonian as well, and his mm-hmm. daughter was born in Liverpool, so. There's, there's the affiliation for him there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel. I, th- I feel like you, you know you can't really question him on that. I feel like his heart's in the right place. Yeah. So, and t- he's in. In terms of as as a man, you know, he seems like a very intelligent man, and seems like he'll be able to do do the, the role. So. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't take issue with it. I think it was a good move because he, majority of Evertonians. I've nothing but good words to speak about him, really. I feel like a lot of people remember his time at the club fondly. Mm. You know, He's we, a brilliant, fantastic player. When we did a, our Remember Me on him, uh, we got a lot of positive comments about people and how they how they felt about him. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm good with it, you know. Mm. Uh, but those are the, the folks out there who are not, uh, I guess... The way I understand that is I put it in terms of a relationship. Yeah. When someone's like, you know what? I'm going to go over here for a little while. You know, hurt your feelings. You feel terrible. Yeah. And then they come back and say, yeah, I want to come back. And do you do you take them back? You know, that's mm. for me. I'm the guy who wouldn't, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but with this player situation, I'm fine with it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the gra- the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I think it's been a lot a case for a lot of the players that have left Everton over mm-hmm. the years. Really, I feel only Rooney, and I think possibly you can make the case for Arteta. Yeah, and now I think 
I mean, there's, there's two more recent cases where it looks like they're going to go on to better things with Stones and Lukaku. It doesn't look quite the case with Barkley, but, you know, the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side when you leave Everton. Yeah, you never know. You can't tell what's going to happen with Lukaku and Stones, because mm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Lukaku is going to be consistent enough when it comes to performing against the big clubs, because he hasn't. Mm. He's only had like one really big goal against the big club so far, um, in terms of like big games, important games. Yeah. That's a better way. Better way to say it. Um, Stones again. Uh, he's not even usually part of Pep's starting center back pairing you know no he's got, he took a took a name passenger seat since Laporte's coming yeah and it basically because because Pep apparently doesn't think he's ready um so I think he sees potential in him and he thinks he's a solid player but he yeah he doesn't think he's quite ready so anyway those two players you're, I think the jury's still out on that one mm. with Ross it just I don't even want to yeah it looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah. News coming out recently that his that his agents just made an absolute killing on the transfer. Uh, yeah, the, that more, that that was just for it. It made me laugh the the way that deal. You know, the, the, I think it was around seven million mm-hmm. that that his agent picked up. And to be honest, it just goes to show how how poorly we were treated throughout the whole deal. Yeah. But at this point, a lot of people are saying we ripped off Chelsea, and that is interesting. Mm, it is. So to see it that way, we. I think that's a conversation for a different day. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So yeah, that's that's a little bit on on Pinar, uh, our new international club ambassador. The only other news that's pretty recent. There's a little bit of basic uh, transfer news, and I think only one really holds a whole, uh, much water. Um, uh, there's a, there's a story out there about Tom Kearney from Fulham, uh, 27-year-old mid. Um, I don't know about that. I have no idea. I've only seen, like, one story on him, so I'm not inclined to believe it yet. Um, yeah. I, it would, I wouldn't yeah. doubt if we're scouting him, but... No, he's a, he's a good little player, Tom Kearney. I've, I've seen him a, a, a play a few times. Not quite sure... Again, I just I just think it speaks levels of our ambitions if we got to go and buy a twenty-seven-year-old from Fulham. I know Fulham are having a good season, but yeah, you know we should be looking to get the, get these players who can develop into the very best in the Premier League. And I don't feel like Kenny would be one of those players. Um, next possibility is uh, an Egyptian, uh, Mahmoud Hassan. He's twenty-three. He's on the books for Anderlecht. But he's on loan at, uh, I guess it's Kasim Pasha, Kasim Pasha in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a winger. He's in the final year of his contract. He's right-footed. We're in for him. I think Bournemouth's in for him and maybe another team or two. Uh, no mm-hmm. idea if that's a, a legit thing. Uh, you know, 23 years old. Or another winger. Yeah. Which we, yeah. What's funny is it seemed like we didn't have any out-and-out ringers we were just a little while ago. And now, you know, we've, we're we're putting them out on loan. So <laughs> yeah, no. seems seems like um, I say Mo Salah's kind of kicked off a trend of Premier League clubs being interested in Egyptians. Speaking of trends, uh, that's an Egyptian trend. Now, what about a Turkish trend? Uh, we have mentioned before on this show the possible link with a uh, uh, 25-year-old midfielder from Besiktas. Uh, last year of his contract, Ogujan Ojakup. Right, he's uh, that is one where a lot of publications are ho- are holding on to that. Um, I've seen a lot of stories. Actually, this week, stories have come out about supposedly that we're in talks with him, mm-hmm. um, and that we've got a very good shot at actually getting him. Um, I'm a little curious about. The possibility of signing Wilshire and him, yeah, because I don't. I'm trying to figure out why and how that yeah, would work. Overloading the midfield, isn't it? And again, you don't know who's going through the exit door at the same time, do you? So, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, as I've said to you plenty of times, I always take these rumors at yep. these at this stage with a lot of caution. 
Yeah, I I pay attention to them because I can't help it. Mm, I, yeah. I have a, a an unhealthy obsession with transfer news. Mm. Not to the point where I make a lot of speculation. Not to the point that I get excited and make you know welcome to Everton videos for Yarmolenko or anything. I've never done anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have done that out there, cool. I probably watched them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, I agree with you. I do think that uh, we're talking to some people though. Um, mm-hmm. I, I actually think the, the this rumor is a true one that we are talking to him. I think we've laid down a, an offer for Wilshire, and I think we've also laid down an offer to uh, Boca Juniors for Frank Fabra. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't think they've accepted it yet, but I think mm-hmm. we are considered a front runner in the, in, in yeah. all three of those races at this point. Yeah. Um, and it's April, so again, very un Everton. And possibly uh, ill-advised, considering who we have as our director of football and our manager right now. Mm. As right now, unless unless someone else is pulling the strings, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Fingers crossed. Yeah, can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, any other news that you can come think of that uh, came out today? No, uh, as you say, it's it's what happens with derby week isn't it derby week just becomes this big fat bloated week of, of derby flashbacks and throwbacks and all, all all of the kind so it's all just gearing up for saturday isn't it really and seeing what's going to happen you know twitter banter a lot of it yeah you know your club has jerk supporters no your club is worse yours is worse yeah. I know. It's a lot of that shit. <laughs> it's just... It happens. Uh, yeah. Um, and a lot of, you know, Reds saying, oh, Everton. And you're just like, shut up. You know, <laughs> get, get a new catchphrase, damn it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just I just want to win. I just want to win. Just want to win. I, I just... Okay. I'd like to, I, I don't even necessarily care how we get it. I really don't. No, neither do I. Neither do I. I, I. I wouldn't. I'd love it to be the um, kind of a, a replicant of the the one nil smashing grab at, at Old Trafford those those years back with Oviedo popping up at the back post at yes. the last minute. Yes. But um, you know who's going to be the hero? But uh, you know a, sma- a smashing grab would be lovely. Um, I don't think by I don't think we're going to humiliate them or score x amount of goals against them. I feel like if we are to get a win, that. it would be by a one goal margin, but. There's also the possibility of the draw or the loss, which is a a higher probability than us getting the win. So we need to accept that and not get too ahead of ourselves. Oh, no. I'm not. I I told you. I I made a prediction because because I don't don't want to say that I think they'll win. Because I don't want Mm. to give them anything. Mm. Because, you know, why? Why would I do that? (laughs) They will not have my positive. They will not have my. I'm not going to allow them to make me negative. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I just, I I just want to get the win. I don't care how. It could be, it could be, it could start raining frogs like it does in Magnolia, and somehow we adapt to the elements. The fact that frogs are all over the field. Yeah. You know, it, I'm just saying, it happens in life. It does rain frogs in certain places <laughs> in the world. So if it takes that to get us the win, let's do this. Let it happen. You know? <laughs> oh. Oh. Max, I live with me being ridiculous every day. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no I, I just, to be honest, it's a, it, it's a state of mind. I prefer to get to get in ahead of derbies, to be honest. I prefer thinking the ridiculous. Yeah. Rather than face reality, so you know, let's embrace the ridiculous. Yes, of this. I think it's. I just think it's a healthy way to approach it right now for us. Really, mm. you know. Yeah. Uh, I talked to those coaches today, and I was just like, you know, if I if I really think about it, I'm probably not going to look forward to it. But if I just let it happen, hey, it's a derby. Let's get excited. Don't let my brain get in the way. Mm. You know, don't let my brain get in the way. Screw my brain. Bring on the frogs. Yeah. 
You know, let's do this. <laughs> Not with nothing. All right, so that's our little mini news section, and that is it for the big show. Uh, not the wrestler. For for you wonderful pod people out there, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast. Rate it if you can. Leave us leave us preferably a kind review that's uh, that says uh, you also hope it rains frogs on Saturday. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so also uh, try to check us out on YouTube. We are there as well. Uh, a lot of uh, the content you hear on in our segments also appears on YouTube, and you can actually see us. Uh, and mm. sometimes there's more content there. Uh, check us out there. We're hovering around 630 subscribers. Please subscribe to us. That will help us out a lot. We've we got a goal of 1,000. So, uh, yeah, you, you, could, you could get us there. Thanks for that. Uh, check out Max's analysis on the Toffee Blues website. He's got a piece on there about Morgan Schneiderlin. Um, who knows? He may be kinder than you expect. Mm. That that little noise means he's probably not. So yeah, <laughs> check out the uh, check out the Toffee Blues website. Uh, just a lot of Everton analysis on there. Check them out on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. And that concludes my plugging, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Sincerely appreciate it. Max, thanks so much, man. Appreciate your time. Great to talk. Uh, For everybody, for me, Max, everybody else, yeah, thanks a lot. Let's let's play tighter defense on Saturday. Mm. And no schneids. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come on, you blues. Yes, blues win. Bye.